Ah, uh, welcome, 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 welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, right over there is my main man Reggie. What's up? What's up, Kenny J? Uh, oh man, we're, we're glad Reggie can make a guest appearance from his uh, tropical location. Uh, destination unknown, right? Desti- exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, when when you fly in Lear jets, uh, it's hard to track you. You know, and uh, kudos to Reggie for his uh, Lear jet travel on this vacation. Hello, man. I'm committed. <laughs> I'm committed to the cause, man. And uh, you know, anytime there's something going on with the uh, Burgundy Gold, I have to kind of take a moment and pause and uh, uh, tune in and uh, uh, give give my two cents on things. Right? Exactly. And exactly. And uh, to, to, I don't want to interrupt uh, Reggie for too long. Um, but we wanted to touch base real quick about the, um, you know, the, the moves and, and, uh, roster that Washington has put together. Uh, today they did the, they finalized the cuts and came down to the 53 man roster. There's still some, some wiggle room on that over the next uh, week or two, but we got a, a general idea of what the team's going to look like right now. We, we do, man. And, uh, I gotta say that there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, shock i think to the to the 53 this is this is one of those years where um there wasn't a whole lot of question marks in a whole lot of key spots but um um there wasn't a whole lot that i think most people would look at the list and go i'm a little surprised by that i i agree i agree i mean even as as we talk here and we bring up a name or two even the name or two that we bring up none of them are starters um and I, i think i said this even going into training camp uh, across the board, you know, probably 21 out of 22 positions, at least, uh, we already knew who was going to fill those spots before training camp started. Um, That's right. which is, which is, which is crazy. You know, you, you would have never thought of this. I and mean, when is the last time Washington has been like that at all? And, and, you know, is it, is it that we're happy with the talent that we have? Uh, the fact that we really didn't bring in talent, uh, not a lot of moves this year overall. Um, uh, you know, I, we always have a few moves just because of the draft, but for, as far as free agency um, outside of Wentz, there wasn't a whole lot of big moves uh, for for Washington. Right. And, you know, and, and, and a lot of kudos to go to um, Ron Rivera and staff for the fact that they have guys on the team. The depth has improved. The quality of the players have improved that, you're not having to turn over the roster at the uh, at the end of training camp. Uh, you have even late round picks that are making the team. You know the Percy Butler, the Christian Holmes, seventh rounder, Chris Paul, seventh round. These guys are making the squad. So 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 again, kudos to those to, to Ron and his staff uh, for putting together the the uh, the roster over the past three years to where guys are getting cut that they're not starters. They're just guys that aren't. I guess good enough to be part of the depth. Right, now, I, right. I would say that um, of the the list that came out today of the guys that got released, two names stood out to me that was a little surprising, and one name had me scratching my head. Okay. So let me just, let me just rattle them off, and then I'll let you comment. Yeah, go So ahead. I think the most that shot most people would probably was running back Jared Patterson. Right. The the other guy that was a surprise, somewhat of a surprise was uh, William Bradley King. Those were my two, like, wow, okay, that, that's a little surprising. 
Right. But the guy that had me scratching my head was uh, Wes Martin. They just picked up Wes Martin off waiver. Right. And he didn't make the team. Right. Right. Uh, so I'm not sure what the West Martin move has unless there's a plan to bring all three of those guys or two of those guys back and uh, on the practice squad. Yeah. And I don't know. I know the rules have changed over the last couple of years, so I don't know which of those guys. Um, I, I would think that Patterson and Bradley King uh could both go on the practice squad based on their time in the NFL. I don't know that Wes Martin qualifies or not, um, but you know, Washington let him go. Um, and he went down, was he at Jacksonville? Is that where he was at? And, uh, I think yeah. And you know, get, getting cut from Jacksonville and coming up here and not potentially not making the team just shows that, you know, we've got better talent, hopefully. That's what what it's saying. But, I, hope, I hope it's not a knock on him as much as it that our centers, our center and backup center are uh, in a better spot. For sure, for sure. But the thing is, they just signed him, um, uh, I think, just this, this past week. I mean, and to bring the guy in, it's not like they need him for training camp depth. They need right. to play for him. Right. I, I think so, they want so, to take a look at him. I, th- I think they did want to take a look at him and, and see where he stood. Um, you know, to your point, you know, where we're saying that there weren't a lot of changes in this roster, I, I wouldn't be surprised still if as other teams have made their, um, their cuts that a few phone calls, at least to talk to a couple linebackers out there. Um, because I, I think, you know, as you look at our, our, our linebackers that are there, they're, they're definitely the, the least impactful, the weakest um, at that position. So we'll see. I, I was also surprised, uh, not so much in the names, but that we kept, uh, five tight ends. Now, granted, a couple of those guys are going to be there for, for, um, special teams reasons, but, uh, we kept five tight ends on, on the roster, which was, like I said, a little bit of a surprise for me. It, it, it is a surprise. Um, but, you know, listening to those guys in training camp, I think the move was to 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 add some depth. But I think they like um, a lot of those guys. Um, the the but at the end of the day, a lot of teams don't keep five tight ends. So so that is very very interesting. And I don't know if they're going to run a lot of two tight end sets as part of the uh, the game and the scheme. We do know that uh, everybody knows that Carson Wentz loves to throw to the tight end. So that may be some part of their offense that they want to implement. Right. The other thing that stood out to me um, uh, in terms of the, the roster cuts collectively. Now, ignoring the name, just looking collectively, a lot of guys that were released were corners and linebackers. Right. And ironically, corners and linebackers is uh, two spots where there's not a lot of depth. I mean, outside of you know, everybody knows the names of the linebacker spot, the main two, there's question marks behind those guys. And then they went ahead and released some people. And then at the corner spot, we got three guys, and then they released a lot of corners, which makes me wonder, are they looking to really, really uh, make some moves, uh, picking up some guys off the uh, uh, that, off the waiver or some guys that got cut from some other teams. But it was very interesting that that was a spot that uh, – we we're thin at, and yet they still release a lot of guys. And Ron was quoted as saying, just within the past few days, 
he felt pretty good about our secondary and our, and yet they released all these guys. So, so I found that pretty interesting. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I, I think, you know, if, if you look at them, there's a lot of flexibility in them. You know, we don't, we don't have, I think we talked about it before about having a shutdown corner and, and we really don't have a shutdown corner. Um, but you've got what we think are, are, are at least a solid group of, uh, uh, cornerbacks if if the defense can if the line can put pressure on the quarterback and they don't have to uh cover the receivers for you know five six seven seconds um right. so you know, we'll we'll see how everything works out we'll see how that works out right um, um go ahead no no i was gonna say um i don't know if i'm jumping ahead here but i was gonna say um not, again not a lot that happened in terms of uh a cut, but we can't um, finish this podcast without talking about uh, Brian Robinson and what happened with him and also the impact of uh, his absence and what it may have done to the running back position. Right, right. In, in, terms, of, in terms of roster moves. Right, and they haven't announced it yet, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get a little bit clearer picture in the next couple days. Uh, maybe by the time this podcast uh, gets dropped um, of, of what kind of timetable we're looking at for, for Brian. Is he going to be out, you know, a few games, a half a season, a full season? And all, all those decisions dictate um, a roster spot. I mean, it, it, it is, it's a horrible life situation. And now that he's, you know, out of the hospital, had his surgery, and appears that he's going to be fine. You know, we wait and see what his uh, NFL career and running back from a running back perspective is going to be with these injuries. But from a, a life and death perspective, he's in he's in good shape. But um, you know, from a, from a roster spot, you have a, a kind of a big hole. I mean, what from what a lot of fans and I think what a lot of the coaches saw, all of a sudden there's a big uh, a big hole for somebody that they had a. A, a, clearly had a role for him starting week one. Right. And a lot of, a lot of expectations, not actually a lot of suspicions. He was going to be RB one. Correct. And that was Antonio Gibson to do some special teams in terms of punt and kick, kickoff, um, kick returner, and punt returner. And now you have to probably bring um, Gibson back to RB one. And then you have to question whether or not uh, Brian Robinson being unavailable for games, that had an impact on them releasing Jared Patterson and keeping um, um, the Williams kid, Williams, I can't think of his yep. name, yep. Williams kid who is a more bigger back and who would essentially play the role uh, of Brian Robinson. So you have to wonder whether or not this, this whole, uh, I can't call it a tragedy, but it's an un- unfortunate deal. And the guys are extremely lucky, Brian Robinson, I mean, right, that, right. but the impact of the, 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 uh, the incident, if it didn't have an impact who they kept versus who they released in terms of running backs. Right. And, and as the roster sits right now, they don't have Brian Robertson on any kind of injured reserve list. Right. So if, if they were put him on some level of injured reserve list, you would, you would think that they'd be bringing a a running back back, whether that's Patterson, whether that's uh, what's his name? Uh, Is it Bonafond? Um, that, That one of those guys would, would end up being back. 
with Jared Patterson, potentially, if he's not back on the roster, he's uh, a good chance he would be on the practice squad. So um, I I have a feeling that, uh, you know, in in the near future, uh, Jared Patterson, you know, he might have boxed up his things, but they might not have even uh, left uh, Washington Commanders Park. I almost said Redskins Park. Um, but have not left the uh, facilities. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if, if Patterson comes back as a, as a uh, practice squad guy. Right, right. And, and maybe a temporary guy while uh, Robinson is out. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see all that plays out. Um, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and do, do you think um, that Ron, I mean, Ron commented to your point that you said several minutes ago about the – you know, looking at still looking at cornerbacks and everything, um, mm-hmm. you know, from, from before training camp through training camp, even as they were talking about cuts, man, it's just surprising that one position that I've almost not heard him say anything about is linebacker. Nothing, nothing, you know, uh, of looking uh, of positive of, of it's been like an empty hole of, of conversation uh, from, from the coaching staff, from, from my perspective. The only thing they've talked about is just continuing to evaluate and look at all their options. He's right. been very vague. Uh, and he's been very um, quiet, I should say, about which positions they're targeting. Right. Um, I read something about his, pro, his uh, press conference today that he mentioned that sharing things with the media would be at a disadvantage to them. So he didn't say much about it. So For a change? Hey, <laughs> he made it sound as if there's some things they're looking at, yeah. uh, but he didn't want to say in specifics. But I can't imagine anyone that they bring in right now is going to be a starter or make that much of an impact. So, so regardless of what those moves are, unless it's a trade, I can't imagine it being anything um, right. of significance. So I don't know. Right, right, and and I I don't disagree. I, I was. Um... I didn't go out, to be honest, I didn't go out and look to see if there were any surprise linebackers that got cut from other teams. Uh, so if there's a name or two that, um, you know, week one might not be a impact player, but by week four or five, they're in the system. They've been practicing and playing, and uh, they you, you might see a bigger role from whoever they bring in. Um, I think uh, – uh, Rivera has always been, you know, from a backup perspective, has always been a David Mayo fan. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. But if these guys are getting cut from their team, I mean, unless you hit lightning in the bottle, you can't expect much from them. I don't think. Uh, correct. They're, they're role players. You know, they're, they're not impact players. Uh, you know, ho- hopefully, you know, we've heard some positive things about uh, Jamin Davis. Um, progressing through training camp and looks a lot uh, smoother and taking that next step. And, you know, that, that that would make a world of difference in this defense if he's able to do that, you know, week in, sure. week out. Sure. And, and I'm, I'm to the point now, you know, I'm no professional evaluator, but I'm to the point now is I just, I'm just ready for week one for the season to start so we can see, see the real, the real thing for ourselves have an idea what the team's going to be about. Right, right. I agree. I agree. It is. I mean, this is, uh, other than a, a slight move or two, um, it, it, it's all quiet until 
opening day at this point, right? We were a week and a half. Um, yeah, it, it, everybody enjoy uh, Labor Day weekend, and because the next weekend it's football season. You know, it's hey, man, I'm ready. full time football. Ready. I'm ready. I can't wait. Absolutely, can't wait. I mean, can't wait. It like, it like the draft was was years ago. <laughs> right, right. So, ready, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, that that's all I got. I don't know if you had anything else. Like I said, we just wanted to touch base with the with the listeners and uh, uh, get, give our kind of kind of two cents. I mean, not a, not a whole lot there, but for people that hadn't uh, paid a lot of attention or focused to the to the roster moves, kind of give them some insight of of what's been done and some of the thinking behind yeah, the, just, the moves. Yeah, and just give our reaction to 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 the final fifty three. So right, right. I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Well, I don't have anything else, and uh, if if you don't, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get us out of here. Let me get back to the coast. Yeah, yeah, man. Take it easy on them uh, tropical drinks, man. (laughs) I will, brother. Appreciate you. All right, man. Baby. All right. See ya. All right. Peace out.